prepare yourself for invasion. This is Indie Invasion. Hi, Eric. Hey there. How you doing, buddy? Buddy. Buddy. Happy Ah. Thursday. Happy Thursday. It is a happy Thursday. It's a good day. You know, I've had a really good day. Got some got some stuff done at at the church today. Came home, moved some furniture around, had some friends over for dinner, and now I'm having some friends over for internet time. That's right. And my dog dug a big gigantic hole in the backyard. Oh, already it's starting already with your new puppy. New puppy, new puppy. And she is now fully asleep because she dug a big hole in the backyard. So many more. I can hear mine upstairs right now barking at bunnies outside. (laughs) There you go. Many warm-ups with us. What's happening, buddy? What's up, guys? Um, What's up, invaders? And welcome to Thursday. Um what have I been working on? I don't know if you can really see it, but the motel is done. Ooh, nice. Right there. Um, nice. So you got that done. Um, Tim, tabletop engineer master. I built, built some dinos. There's one. Ooh, and he is older. He's heavy too. You throw I, you, him. I know that heavy. right there. That's like the old metal dreadnought in 40K where you just knock your opponent out. And then this one. Tonio, this one nice. you can just I grab a scale and smack somebody with yes. it because these yes. suckers are sharp, man. So yeah, I built those this week too. A month nice. finishing that, and so I'm yeah. down to one last kit from Black Sight Studios, and it's the basically the Bates house. So oh, that's a nice piece too. Yeah, that's I a like big that. one. That's a big yeah. one. So that'll probably take a little bit of time. I got my Nada Burger in the mail. Did you get it? Okay. I did. I finally got it, and, which is great because I couldn't find the email confirmation for my Ooh. order. So I was starting to think, did I order it? I don't remember if I ordered it. So I'm going through no. my emails and I'm like, I'm not sure if I ordered it, but I did. So I'm happy about that. I was going to say, sometimes I forget about stuff like that too. And usually if I can remember what my login is, I'll go to the sites and log in. And look up my orders type of thing. Yeah, that um, would require remembering my login, and that's probably not going to happen. Fortunately, my computer remembers most of them. So that's true. That's true. That's true. So that's actually all I've been working at. Let me peek over here. Oh no, it's not. What am I thinking? What am I thinking this week? I started working on my Zombicide Black Play zombies. That's right. You posted a picture of your horde that you were working yeah. on. Oh man, you know what I did? I really liked this. Um, so I did my my original Zombicide models. I had so many of them because I ended up with like double sets of Angry Neighbors, double sets of Prison, double sets of the base game. So I had all these extra zombies. And I was like, man, they'll never get painted. So I primed them all black, dry brushed them with a light gray and then a white to give them that film noir. I know I've mentioned that before, that kind of film noir look, right? Well, I did the same thing with my Black Plague ones, but then I decided I really like these Army Painter speed paints. Yeah, I was going to ask you if that's what you used. That's exactly what I used, and it went so fast, and because I did a heavy dry brush of the lighter colors, 
it it it, it was really nice as far as really putting um a decent look onto them and doing it quickly. I have, let okay. me see. I have the wolves left is all I have left from Wolfsburg. Cause okay. I don't, I don't have the green horde. Those, those are the ones I painted up last year to use in D and D. I yep. painted up all the wolves uh, yep. for a wolf pack. Um, yeah. It, it, I, one of these days I see, I want to redo a lot of my board games and kind of, I'm actually going to rehome a bunch of them. Some I haven't even opened because I got them on. Well, everybody knows there's some you haven't opened, Eric. We clearance. Know I got my clearance sale, right. and it's just those games that's like, yeah, I probably shouldn't have bought this, and um, I want to make some more room, and I want to organize a lot of my board games like Simon that have the minis yep. and just take them out and you know see what can be yeah. used for um, for any stuff yeah 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 i mean yeah. i i think so when yasiga i think i'm saying it right i think i missed a letter there um comes in i'm thinking of using my hate models for oh, that yeah. uh they kind of fit in that barbarian yeah you know medieval type of so and i mean the, those sets came with so many different types that right. i can kind of easily make them clear what's what you know Sweet. uh so I want to use that. And uh, did you get your book yet from Alan for Sons of Mars? That's kind no. of a new one on my radar also. No, he just ordered it. Um, and so I'm not sure when I'll get it because he probably won't ship it to me. He'll probably just bring it up. Just bring it up. Uh, yeah. The next time he comes up here. And because I, I just... got I got two windows open for that one and the other <laughs> one. Uh <laughs> Some gladiator combat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, because I like gladiator games. I loved Arena Rex. Arena Rex is a really good game. There's I had just, a hard time getting no, into that one. Well, there's just no scene for it here at all for yeah. me. Um, maybe something, you know, you're always trying something else to see if you can get people interested in that's maybe a theme. But I liked the the fact that you could play Arena Rex in just this little itty bitty blue this little footprint. So like I like two by that. two, really. Oh yeah. Um you could do it smaller than that. I had built a little table that was just like, I mean, I don't know. It was like 12 inches by eight inches. Mm -hmm. It was super small. It just had some pits built into it and everything. Anyway, that's what I had done. It was pretty cool. What are we talking about today, my friend? Well, since we're kind of, we're kind of talking about nostalgia, right? So tonight we are going to talk about buying nostalgia. This is a, a random thought that I had earlier in the week, and it's come up a couple times when I go to the game store and stuff. Um, and I think it's a big motivating factor for us in the gaming world. And right. it can really sway whether, you know, it's a game from our youth, we have memories of it, or even if it's an IP stamped onto it um, or a nod. Uh, if if it's a purchase that we're going to get. Um, right. I think these types of games can be a, a variety of tabletop fun, you know, whether it's a miniatures game, board game, card game, stuff like that. Um, but basically, I kind of wanted to talk about buying nostalgia tonight. Um, I don't think we'll solve anything. If anything, yes, we we'll probably come up with old games that somebody's going to jump on eBay and no, do a little search to see if they no, can find it. <laughs> no, I might have, I may possibly have eBay open right now. Already, I huh? No. <laughs> oh, look, Clem's already like the fantasy trip. 
Steve Jackson games. Well, yeah, you guys could see behind me right there. Oh, yeah, the Car Wars. The Car Wars. Yeah. So not only did I get the new one, but I got the, you know, I'm guilty of this. I got the whole reprint of the 80s stuff. Of course you did. <laughs> so. Of course you did. Listen, I know I catch the most flack about all the stuff, but you are right there too, hey, my friend. If I'm going to go in, I'm going big That's or right. not at all. That's right. <laughs> Marvel Zombicide, right? Yeah. 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 But um, yeah, I thought our first talking point would be like old games, board games, uh, old RPGs, that kind yeah. of stuff. Uh, stuff and from whether, whether it's reprint or back. not way back. Way back. Way so back. the basic straightforward, the collector might pop up when, you know, from here, from the start. Uh, oh, the yeah. The thought of having a reminder of a simpler time. Um, you know, I remember how fun those games were to play. And yeah. you know what? what was it maybe? two when we kind of just started this me and you were real guilty of this uh i have a shelf over there of vampire the masquerade now oh my God. right <laughs> over there right there me, me and you were just like on ebay almost you know for we, weeks okay okay everyone we were on ebay so much we would have to text each other and be like hey you're not bidding on this are you <laughs> we were bidding on this i don't want to be bidding against you you know so <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's exactly that's one of those things. And I don't know about you, but I haven't played it since I picked up all the books. I've read through them um just kind of like, oh yeah, oh yeah, cuz there was so right. much fluff in that kind of game. Yeah. And actually, I think in general, a lot of these old um nostalgia games we're talking about had a lot of that fluff and created yeah, those I memories so. of I mean, like I brought up Car Wars. I mean, that grid paper and the just the mechanics and stuff, yeah, it wasn't the greatest it was clunky, but we still had a lot of fun because we right. created stories. I remember right. me and my cousin, you know, Saturday night, the three of us would spend most of the night just making cars. And then just, we weren't even following the rules. We were doing our own thing, just right. playing. Right. So there's one. Jim said his most was the Hero Quest reboot. Yeah. yeah I didn't, that was I a didn't hard one to pass. That one, but those, yeah, that was a hard one to pass up on, no doubt. I, I did, though, because I knew it wouldn't get any action. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's something that you really have to sit and think about is, am I getting this just as a collector or, you know, um, reminiscing and stuff like that, or am I actually going to try and play it? And a lot of the old games, like me and you mentioned back and forth a couple of times, GW's Necromunda, Blood Bowl, uh, Thunder Road was a big topic for us, which that came back in a reprint, which I should be getting pretty soon. Um, you know, so it's you have to think about that. Why am I getting this type of yeah, thing? Yeah, and I think if you do that, then it's a little easier. So if you tell yourself, oh, I'm getting this nostalgia game because I'm going to play it again. Yeah. And you know that's not really the truth. Then you're going to be disappointed and you're going to be like, why did I even buy this? But if you're just buying it as a collector, well, now you already have that mindset. Hey, if I get it to the table, cool. But that's not why I bought it. I bought yeah. it for the nostalgic purposes. So right now on the that whole nostalgia spectrum, I have been on this kick. I haven't bought anything yet because I'm not willing to pull the trigger yet. Is I used to play Mordheim. We'll see by the end of the night. <laughs> Be quiet. Be quiet. I loved Mordheim. And that yeah. was because, look, okay, because what Alder just now said, original necromunda 
Now, it's funny you mentioned that, Alder, because I actually put a group together here. It's only four of us, but we're playing original Necromunda because there's a great website out there called the yaktribe.com, and they have all of the original print stuff, um, the fan-created content, all of the expansions over the many years, um, all that stuff. Oh, Jim, you got to play HeroQuest with your 11-year-old. That's cool. That's cool. Um so Mordheim was really just the fantasy version of the original Necromunda. That that is that's all it was. Stop! The book's like hundred and twenty <laughs> bucks now because you can't get it. You know, I, I found like two copies on on eBay, and I'm now, like, I, I would have a hard time because of the collector that I am. I mean, I just I bought something for my son a week ago that wasn't even for me, but I'm like, oh, that's collector. You need that. You yeah, know, see, I spent a hundred bucks on one book. So I'm not as much of a collector, except for so I do collect rule books because I do like to read through them, even mm. if even if I only play the game once. I do try to get. Whatever skirmish game I get, doesn't matter. Try to get on the table at least once, just so I can have a um, a real w- when we talk about it, so I can have real input, yeah. real feedback. Yeah. I don't want to just read a book and say, "Oh, well, you should check out this game." I don't. I don't like to do that. What, Clem? What? You have a couple Ooh, copies. He's got the hookup for you. What? Clem's oh, getting, he's getting a machine gun bell he's there. Trying to get me in trouble. Look, he's trying to get me in trouble. He's like, hmm. he's like a he's like the dealer. Hey, hey, right. hey. he's reversed roles. <laughs> right? He reversed roles. It's like I'm I'm selling crack and he's selling, I don't know, something else. And man, oh man. Oh dear. Oh, this is so, so the other part of this this talk I want to talk about there. So I had three three kind of talking points. The other one was IP or a recognizable franchise pasted on or worked into the actual mechanics of the game that would make you need it. All capital letters in my notes need it. So we're talking about way back in the day. Mm, There was some, but you look at games now and if it has Star Wars, um, Star Trek on it, we're going to buy it because of nostalgia. Now, right. I've seen stuff like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, uh, Power Rangers, video games turned into board games. Um, uh, Avatar, they did a, yep. uh, an Avatar game. And I, th- I think this is, this is all a way to trigger that nostalgia. It's not an old game, it's a newer game, but just kind of reimagined. And right. it's going to make you be like, oh, I remember when I first got into Turtles in the 80s. You know, right. it's going to make right. you want that like, or like the he-man one the he-man, he-man one the perfect just, example man, i think that's i'm so hard all, I'm all, I'm, all that I game is see, all i can see is me playing with my castle gray skull and uh, you know and he-man and and sky i just everybody you know yeah um, and this this is a good point clem this is a lot of it for me too there are toys you wanted yeah. that you didn't get as a kid so it's yeah. kind of like you remember but missed out on it and it's like I'm an adult now. I can afford that. So Right. So I have, um, oh, I wish I could remember the sculptor's name because I really want to do him some credit here. There's a, a pulp sculptor out there that did G.I. Joe, 28 yes. millimeter G.I. Joe. I, I've got, I've posted a couple of them. Like I've been, you know, what? <laughs> and gung ho, uh, but I got There's everything, man. I got everything. Renegade, Renegade has, uh, licensed with hasbro 
And I think they've done role-playing games for both Transformers, G.I. Joe, and I think there's board game versions of those coming out with minis. So it's almost like when those come out, I'm like, ooh, I might just buy that for the minis. And it was why Bot War resonated with us when we first discovered that. Same exact reason, because it was resonating with that Saturday morning cartoon. Mm -hmm. Well, actually, Mm -hmm. I don't know where... I don't know where they aired Transformers for you, but it was four o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, it was about that. I live, um, after school. With and then Masters of the Universe. 4.30, and... 4.30 was G.I. Joe. No, Masters of the Universe for me was sun, it was Saturday morning. Was it always? Okay. Yeah. yeah, it was Saturday morning for me, and then I had Transformers and G.I. Joe were in the afternoon after school. They, were, so, they, they tapped into our uh, our nostalgia. Oh, there. totally. Jim said if they could reboot Starfleet Battles with less complex rule set but then it wouldn't be Starfleet battles. Yeah. And I think that's just that time period, the games, a lot of them were clunky, but we still kind of had fun, you know, stumbling through them. Um, You know, kind of, okay, I don't understand this rule. I'm going to make my own rule up. I listen, I loved Starfleet battles. I really did. I'm not real big on overly complex games, but Mm. I feel like, that that game really did a good job of it was a lot of it was resource management before there were resource management yeah games. yeah it really was um, and it did that Clem says he get into a thundar game there's one there's an rpg that is yep. by spectrum games that yep. uh i got it i got a couple rpgs that, that are wrote, similar to that right right it's it's very close to it and um who is it that makes them uh Thundar minis. Why can I not remember? Oh, um, Crooked Seven Dice. TV, Crooked Dice. Crooked yep. Dice. Yep. So they actually have, uh, Todd, I don't know if, oh, if you've them seen. I got the case already. I was about to say, I don't know if you've seen Eric's painted one. You got you got uh, Thundar and Ookla, but they didn't have an Ariel, right? No Ariel. They used one of the retro ray gun yeah. model for Ariel. Any, yeah. Anything that's like a sorceress, you know, yeah. kind of in a little uh, swimsuit with uh go-go boots you're set (laughs) now this would be cool if somebody could do that a gamma world skirmish game well you know what that would be cool i i i think it may not be too far because they are redoing uh the star jammer one uh that came out from that back that time um so maybe they'll do a gamma world too that would be cool Except that with TSR, I think the minis would not be that great. No, well, you know, with Wizards of the Coast, the stuff that they're doing for the minis, I like getting the minis just to use. Unpainted. Yeah, the unpainted um, ones and the painted ones. Yeah, I, I like them both really. I the the painted ones are really nice. Um, they got they must have gotten a lot better because they're, I know, they're not like Hero Clicks like, classic eyeballs right like this. <laughs> I mean, I, I the eyeballs right here and they're and they're cross and they're still cross eyed. Yeah. No, their pre painted stuff is really good now. Um, oh, that's good. I so, used to I would strip them because the sculpts. You would yeah. be surprised. You strip off that thick layer of paint on those old Hero Clicks. You would be surprised the quality. How of the good school. they are! Yeah, 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 they're pretty good. So that that was IPs. I think uh, that's another thing that's like, why are you buying it? Um, I've bought new games because it's Ghostbusters. I'm guilty of that. Uh, I think I played the game three times. Me too. With my and son. I have both of I have both of yep. the boxes. But 
I already used some of those minis into Rain and Hell. <laughs> so <laughs> I See, roped them go. into that. The ghosts, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Perfect for that. But uh, this is kind of related to IP, but, you know, something that just nods a nod to what we like. You know, it's not exactly the, you know, franchise. Um, perfect example for this would be uh, Black Sight Studios' Violent Dark. It's a nod to the or Alien franchise, oh, you yeah. know. But it gives you that same feeling of that was one of my favorite movies, you know, when yeah. I was a teenager. So, yeah. And with that particular one, I think it kind of plays into some of the other stuff, too, because if you read through the mm -hmm. rule book, there's a little bit of a cyberpunky feel yeah. there. You know what I mean? Um, for anybody out there that's watched The Expanse, there's a little bit of that kind yeah. of vibe to it. Uh, so it kind of kind of covers all of those. Yeah, yeah, and um, you know what? I just saw Clem's Herculoids. I think Herculoids. There's, many, yeah. there's minis out there for that too. I just there are like probably, probably crooked dice. I think is where oh, I've seen probably them. space. So, um, now this nods to I. I did come up with a big list, and I could have made the list really long because there's a lot of board games that do this that yeah. they don't have the franchise rights, so they just kind of come up with their own thing, but. I, I like the nods to the game because it, it, you know, it, they're not stuck in, this is how the story or the movie or whatever yes. goes. So it's just similar. Um, right. And one of our favorites, one of the first that we ever talked about was urban manhunt. Yep. Running man. I mean, if you want running man as a game, that's a perfect example. Look, uh, I was watching some of Running Man the other day, and it's so terrible. It, it's terrible. It's but so it, terrible. It's good, but great in the same way, you know. Yes. Um, yes. So one of the real quick, we'll go over. We mentioned Thunder Road, old and new. The Vendetta yep. is the new one. Uh, Retro Ray Gun. If you kind of right. like Not that, Buck Flash Rogers, Gordon. Flash Gordon type. Big time. Uh, or I already mentioned Black Sight's Violent Dark, but even their Don't Look Back, which is kind of set in the 80s. So you want yep. an 80s, you know, horror movie type vibe. All that Street John Wars, feel. Fist of Kung Fu. You want that, you know, the 70s karate. There you go. Yep. And like I said, there's tons. We could keep going with the, the nods to type of thing. Right. Yeah. And I, th I think that's that it that appeals to us because we look at it and we say, just like you were saying earlier, man, I, I remember that from my childhood. I mean, you know, get your superheroes up here. This is this right here. The whole mm -hmm. superhero genre of growing up is what attracted me to um, some of the pulp games. And of course, as soon as I decided to mention it, I draw a blank. Mm. What the heck is the superhero pulp game? Why am I drawing a blank on this? Pulp City. Pulp, pulp City. Okay. I was, I was gonna like, say champions, I, but that's something different. Pulp in it. Yeah, Pulp City, right? That's the nod to the the superhero stuff. And look, I got my my man at arms right there. For yeah, the whole that's a good one too to bring up, Jim. That kind of like a reboot of you know yeah. they rebooted Dark Tower with yeah, they, they turned the Dark Tower. And the nice thing with that is they not only captured that original nostalgia feeling, but they kind of they added to it. They made it more. You know, there's more in there. You and know, and it wasn't just the technology of the tower. Yeah, I hope. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And and that's the thing that I was attracted to the uh the new Thunder Road. It's like remember the old one, it was yeah. just D sixes. That's all you rolled. Yep. Well, they 
had that same flavor of the vehicles, the road, the ro- you know, the rolling map, but they changed mechanics in it that they are a little more, um, you had to play in more in the new yeah. version. So I, and you can upgrade now. So I think that's going to be a lot more fun. Yeah. I have a feeling I'm going to um, be regretting that I didn't jump on that one. So. Mm. Well, you know what? It, it'll come out. You get the base game and everything that they had is going to be out. So there's no exclusive stuff, which I like. Um, yeah. Yeah. So definitely a fan of no exclusive. Um, we'll look at the clock. Last thing that I thought uh, to talk about is can nostalgia be a dangerous thing? Um, no. Right off the bat, really. just listening to us talk about this, I can say maybe because it can right. be an impulse buy, right? You're yep. going to say, oh, that is so cool. I remember. And you just instant buy. Yep. Uh, somebody said, uh, I think it was Jim said, if they reboot the Starfleet's battle, instant buy for him. Um, right. You know, if they change some of the mechanics. So that can be a little bit dangerous because the games might be, I, I hate to say it's really bad, but they get you with the shiny, you know, or the yeah. fond oh, yeah. memories that you oh, had. Yeah. Um, and you I know, mean, listen, watch out listen, for that. It's it's an it's an industry, right? You you have to have yeah. you have to have something that attracts. The reality is, it's a business. If if you don't if we don't pay for and buy the games, then they don't make more stuff. They don't continue Here. to. I got an example for you. I have two versions because I think they made two of them of board games of the thing. Both of them, one was okay. The other one was a little too much that it wouldn't get, you know, much tabletop. So I got two games based on the same IP and they just don't get played much. Right. Because they're not that good. Yeah. Yeah. And I I mean, I think that's what happens. That's what that's what happens is. You have designers, so I'm going to do a little compare and contrast, right? You'll have a big company who will take an IP and they'll produce something and it'll be doo-doo, right? Yeah. Versus a small company, Spectrum Games, Urban Manhunt, that is, you know, appealing to you in that way, that nostalgia that does a good job. So you have those two contrasts, so there's that risk, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Jim Jim mentions Outpost. That is one of them. And the other one, I think, was straight up called The Thing. Um, and yeah, it's it's a tough call. You got you got to think about how where am I going to get to the table? And I think that's cool that you got at least, you know, it's not a big group, but it's enough guys together to play, you know, that old game together. Yeah. Um, and, and sometimes and we- that's what you might have to do. And sometimes, fortunately, with a game like that, we keep the cost down because the original minis are really expensive because, you know, they're unique. But the newer ones, even though they're GW and they're expensive, they're not as Mm -hmm. expensive as the old ones because they're, uh, you know, obviously they're not in production anymore. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Mini Warmut purchased Aliens and RoboCop. No, that no, that's not nostalgia buy. Not at all. No. No. Not at all. <laughs> you can't leave Terminator out in that group too. Oh yeah, now you, listen, <laughs> I think Warlord still has some Terminators on Sprue. Yeah. So there you go. They're not 15 mil, but you know, you can still I don't know if you cut them off at the leg, at the knees, are they 15 mil technically? <laughs> They're just really big Terminators to 15 mil guys. How about that? So the last thing for tonight, this is the fun part. 
Okay, so what would we like to see a game of? A redo IP or nod to? Um, I think zombies, I'm putting it out there right now. Zombies are out. They've been done so much. I what? think, yeah, I, I don't think we could cover any there? zombies anymore. I just went there because mainly because I know there's going to be more anyway. So we don't have to wish for them. They're nah. going to just keep coming. <laughs> you don't have to wish for them. They're coming. They They're are coming, coming like a horde. So do you got any off the top of your head? Um, off the top of my head? You know what? The thing is, I can't really think of any off the top of my head because it seems like they've done it a lot. just so much stuff out there. Yeah. I mean, I, I've mentioned the thing already. I'd like a good thing game. Uh, I kind of like to see a miniature game of the thing. Um, I think that would be fun. Yeah. Well, Jim I mean, said they already non- did Big Trouble in Little China, so <laughs> non DC or Marvel hero skirmish. I got that for you, Jim. Pulp City, check yeah. it out. Good set Actually, of rules. Didn't um, uh, uh, what's the company that made uh, Star Breach? Didn't they make a superheroes game oh, based yeah, on that? Yeah, thing? there is a there is um, I can't remember the name. Is of it just it, called Supers? I think it's called. I think Supers. it is Supers. Elijah Kellogg is yes. the creator of Star Breach, and he also did a superhero. And Spaz one. was playing that. I don't think they ever released it full out, but they had like playtest rules that you can download for free on their website and try it. Okay, so Mini Warmut, <laughs> I'm with you halfway there. How about just Thundercats? Well, why can't we just make it Thundercats and Silverhawks at the same I time? I was just thinking the same thing. Silverhawks too. Yes. Thundercats and Silverhawks. That's perfect. Just have a, they meet so, them. So niche. What about, what about mask? Remember mask? Oh, yeah. yes, yeah, yes, yes, yes. That would be a good one. Yeah. Right? Um, I'm trying to think but of I, old movies. Most of those old movies they've done in a game form, some form, whether it's board game or a card right. game. Um, you guys got any ideas out there? You got a couple uh, out there. You got Zombicide Scooby-Doo from Jim. <laughs> and uh, Todd said Chainsaw Warrior. Yeah, rebooted Chainsaw Warrior would be good. That would be good. Um, I would like, here's what I would like to see done correctly. Because they tried it and it was a, an abysmal failure. Is War done right? Not turned into Dreadfleet, but Man yeah. War. The old GW game just done as Man of War. Now, I, I was play that game all the time. I was thinking you what was their space one that they had come out? Um the, and I'm surprised they haven't rebooted this. Battlefleet Gothic. Yeah, I'm surprised yeah. they haven't beat it because they, they seem to be tapping into those kind of smaller uh yeah. games that they had. Like uh, I mean Blood Bowl was the first one that they brought back, but they've brought back Space Hulk, they brought back Necromunda. Yeah. You know, all those side game systems that they had. Um, yeah. I'm surprised they haven't done that yet. Yeah, I know there's been talk back and forth and that I and I am not a GW follower, so I don't know how accurate this would be. But I don't think they're even looking at Battlefleet Gothic. Uh, Here's your hookup. Cool stuff. You know, the thing is, I don't have any of the ships. That's my problem. Um, I have all my rules, all my dice, all my... I've got my box sitting up there. But over the years, I just don't know what happened to the ships that I had. They're just gone. And it was actually... um, It needed some stuff 
you know, some like uh, home rule, home brewed rules to kind of clean some yeah. stuff up. They but, definitely do, Clem. <laughs> yeah. Yes, they do. But um, I really, I really liked Battlefleet Gothic because that was, um, it was a space combat game that was much simpler than Starfleet Battles before yeah. there were very many space combat games. You know, now using the flight path system, there's Battlestar Galactica, there's Star Trek Attack Wing, there's X-Wing, there's Armada. So you have all of these different ones. And maybe, maybe that's why they haven't done it is because there's already yeah, it's all kind of saturated. Well, yeah. it's saturated, but you know what? That doesn't stop people from doing zombie games. Well, that's <laughs> they know but I'm out there. The, that's why. Maybe the mentality for zombie games is that there's, you know, zombies are scary in hordes, so they're just making hordes of games about zombies because that's yeah. scary. I don't know. That was some really off-the-wall logic, but I don't know how to figure out why they keep making different zombie games. <laughs> but, yeah, I think some sometimes it's like you, you got to think of, okay, what's a nostalgia uh, trope from the 80s? Here, I thought of this earlier today. How about, and this is way out there. Uh -oh. Uh oh! How about an American Ninja game? So you got your Marines and you got your ninjas, and they're fighting. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you're, you're reaching, you're reaching on that one. You're reaching, reaching on that one. Hey, I love that movie. I want to play it on the tabletop. What can I say? <laughs> there you go. Hey, you know what? I'm sure we have a rule set that could work for that. Yeah, I'm yeah, sure I'm we like, do. So I'm, what we need to do now, though, is you wanted uh, the thing scenario. I think we should build a scenario using one of our favorite rule sets. I think we should do that just for fun and then put it together and put it out there on the indie invasion page for people to try it out and see what a terrible job we do. <laughs> I think that's a great idea. That's happening. I don't know when, but that's happening. Hey, and if you guys got any ideas for nostalgia games that you'd like to see come, um, put us, put a comment down and below, whether this is on Facebook or yeah. YouTube or, um, even in our discord, go over to discord and, uh, drop in a comment or something there. Always go to the discord. That's where all the magic happens. Mm -hmm. Where all the pictures are posted. So I think that's, uh, oh, 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 Tonio piping in at the end with the big now one. There's, there a is an RPG game out there. I know, um, came out a couple years ago i think i don't know if it's what system they use but uh, a skirmish game that would be interesting especially since what? i overheard there's a uh, a new series in development i don't know if it's an after type of thing but could be interesting right yeah that could okay so eric what's what is are we doing uh the kurt russell thing the OG I've, thing or the Kurt, frankly, Kurt, it's got to be Kurt Russell. Come on. Okay. All right. I mean, the old one, yeah, would be kind of cool, but I want the personality from, you know, the 80s. All right. We're going to have to shut this off in a minute because this is getting Now, this is another I one. Agree, I'm surprised. Jim, Stargate skirmish. That would be awesome. Now, I love Stargate. There's an, also, there's an RPG set for this. Um, like just there the are other miniatures day, I, out there too. And there are miniatures, so you could do something. And I mean, I I brought up, I got a little notification from Noble Knight Games of Wishlist RPG for Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I mentioned to the wife, and man, you should have seen the look I got. There you go. There <laughs> you like, go. Are you serious? 
So, I mean, and the thing about this is, so for all of those suggestions, though, the thing is, there are so many basic and simple rule sets that you can use to essentially Mm -hmm. do any of this stuff. Now, personal opinion here, easiest way to do all of these, Song of Blades and Heroes. That's the easiest way to do anything that you want to do in regards to that. So... Uh, Mini Warmut said, make sure you see the Dungeons and Dragons new movie trailer. Looks really good. Okay, I'll check it out. I'll check it out. So I Hopefully think that's it's better it. than the last two. <laughs> right? <laughs> right. The only good thing about the last one was Jeremy Irons, right? And that's just because of his voice. Yeah. Yeah. But now, but now if I watch it, all I hear is scar all the time. Yeah. <laughs> so all right. It's time, gentlemen, for us to call it the fastest 30 minutes in gaming. Yeah. Great apologies for having to wrap up, but we have to. So, guys, if you want to check out more content, um, pop on over to our podcast over on Podbean, and you can check out, I think we're up to 270 episodes, almost 9,000 downloads, which is really cool. I mean, it doesn't doesn't mean anything, but it's cool to click on it every once in a while and go, oh, cool. Um, but you can find us on all the regular podcast stations, iHeartRadio, all that stuff. Also, check us out Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, all those places. And especially check out the Discord channel because that's where lots of cool stuff is going on, which is also where we post whenever there are Redbubble discounts. We post those in the Discord channel as well yep. so that you can get cool swag indie invasion swag um also you can check us out on our patreon if you would like to you can support us if you'd like to pop over there but the cool thing is red bubble that's where you can get all the cool stuff where you can drain your coffee cup just like eric just did while wearing a sweet indie invasion hat and possibly even a t-shirt yep Yep. So check it out. It is super cool. Pop on over to Redbubble and you can check out all the cool design stuff that we have. Got a new one up there, courtesy of Clem Cadiddlehopper. So go mm-hmm. over and check those out. And until next Thursday, ladies and gentlemen, prepare yourself for the invasion.